Hello, and welcome back to Hey Coach. This is the podcast where you learn business concepts from athletics and coaching. This is your host, Eric Reyes, and I'm glad you can join in. I have a little story for you. My daughter moved into a new apartment, and she called me and asked me if I could come by and put a couple of shelves up, put in an AC unit, and to do a couple of other things. So I said, sure, no problem. What what do I need? So she says, well, you know, can you? I need to get the AC in. I need you to put shelves. I need you to um, take the bins that she moved things to the apartment, if I can take that to, to my house, and a couple of other things. So I'm like, okay. So I ask her if she has everything. She says yes. So I go over and... I start doing all the th- the jobs, and we get to the point where I have to put these shelves units up. And these shelving units are very odd. They're like these zigzag metal things with sh- shelves in them. And she had these up from the old apartment. It came with a template, so you can just drill where the holes were on the template. Well, we threw that away the first time. That's partly my fault. Second thing is, I go, okay, where are the screws for this? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Did you bring any screws? Now, I should have asked if I need to bring screws or things like that. I assumed that since they were from the other apartment, that she would have the screws. And I guess she assumed that I was going to bring screws. So a lack of communication. And that's our topic today, communication. And how important it is to have this communication done correctly so that things like this don't happen. Now, good thing is that two blocks away from her, she has a hardware store. I went to the hardware store. We picked up the screws. Not a big deal. But in my coaching career, I have found that communication is probably the most important aspect of coaching. Quick another story from coaching was probably my second day of coaching. I set up the offense, I set up the defense, and I noticed that on defense especially, the offense came out and the defense was just standing there. They were in their positions, but they were just standing there. It was dead quiet. I called timeout. I went out to the field. And I told the guys, look, you guys have to be speaking at all times. You need to be saying what you're seeing. You need to be talking to each other. I can be on the sideline and I can see one thing from the, from the perspective of the sideline to the field. But on the field, things may look different. So we need the linebackers to be calling what they see. We need the wide receivers to let us know. If I have one wide receiver on one side and three on the other, well, I only have one defender on one side. I need him to say, hey, I got three guys, I got three guys, and then we can do the shift. Now, they should know this, but if everyone speaks and if everyone goes through what's going on and if everyone tells what they're they're seeing, 
then there's no problem with somebody saying, oh, you know, I was on the other side of the field, so I didn't get to see. No, everybody needs to, to, to be speaking. So not only do you have players to players speaking, but we need coaches to players speaking. I am always going to my players when they come off the field. If I'm on offense and we didn't get a touchdown and we had to punt, as soon as we come back, I ask my quarterback, all right, what happened? If a play goes wrong, and let's say uh, a defender goes up the middle through my line, through my offensive line, and they sack the quarterback, you know, I'll get my offensive line. I go, guys, guys, what's going on? What are you seeing? Bill, you're, you're getting double teamed. Okay. Let's, let's work on something here. Let's see how we're going to alleviate that problem. So player, coach to players, players to coach, huge communication that needs to be done there. Coaches to coaches. I'm always talking with my coaches. If, if you're not on a headphone talking to a coach up in the, in the box, telling you what they see, what plays they think that could run, you know, coaches on the sideline. When I was coaching JV football, we didn't have coaches up in the, in the box. So I ran the offense. My assistant coach ran the defense. When I was running the offense after, after the quarter, I go, Hey coach, do you see anything that I'm not seeing? You know, do you see something that you think might work? I would do the same thing on defense. Hey, coach, I've noticed that when they're on offense, this is their tendency. So we help each other. You know, this is a very, very important thing. Communication in, in football, communication in any sport. Another great story is, is my son, Eric. He played center in high school. He played long snapper in college. In high school, there, when he was a senior, their offensive line ran like a well-oiled machine. These guys were together for two years. They always spoke on the line. They knew what the other guy next to them was going to do because they just had that communication. They had that confidence that the other players on each side of them knew what they were going to do. So like I said, communication, huge. Also, communication between head coach and the, the athletic director. You know, that communication is, is, is vital when it comes to planning away trips and, and planning, um, different activities that are going through on campuses and things like that. So very, very important. Now, at my job as a supervisor, I would be calling my clients. Now we had phone clerks. We had our clerks that would talk to the clients every, every morning. I would also call a couple of clients, not, not all our clients, but I call one or two every day just to see what they were thinking. If our guys were doing the right thing, if there is anything that down in the future that they may need to do that I can look out for. So as a supervisor, I would talk to the clients. I would also talk to my Phone clerks asking them, Hey, what, what are, what are our customers doing? You know, are you working anything for anybody? This way I can keep an eye out. So if by chance he goes to eat lunch or something happens and the markets are moving, I can always be on cue on what was going on. If there was a problem, 
I know ahead of time because I had this confidence with my phone clerks that if something happened, I wanted them to come directly to me right away so we can take care of the problem. I'd also, as a supervisor, I would talk to the brokers and ask them, what, what do they need from me? What, what can I do to make their job a bit easier? When I moved up and I became a partner and became the uh, operations manager, I still spoke to customers. I still talked, spoke to them. This was a different uh, kind of conversation. You know, part of it was, are my guys doing, doing well by you? But also, I want to know how their business was going. And I would start to give them input saying, hey, I noticed that you guys have been doing a certain type of trade. We have this other trade that might go well and fit your book. So that was another thing that I would do. And just just as a chat, keeping that open line of conversation going, that open channel. And then, like I said, I would also talk to my supervisor to make sure that they knew what I needed from them. I needed to be kept up with what was going on with, with the market and what's going on with their customers. The other thing is, in both in business and in, uh, in athletics, the communication has to be a constant mechanism. It, it, it's, it's always got to flow back and forth. And it should not be just about business. When I worked down at the commodity exchange, it was like a family. And not only with our company, but uh, I'm not sure if you ever seen Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, but it was like that. That was that, was that trading floor that I, that I worked in. And we, were, we had friends from different companies. And yeah, it was a very competitive business, but we also had good friendships. And I would ask all the guys who, who worked with me, if it was the, even from the partners to the phone clerks, <clears throat> you know, how's, how's the family doing? How's this going? How's that going? If somebody was sick, hey, how's Carol doing? Is she okay? She's, she's feeling good? Oh, good, good. No problem. Anything coming up? If somebody was going to have a baby or if there's any other personal stuff, you know, you don't need, like we, we, we were, we had, good friendships. We worked together for a long, long period of time. But you don't need to be their friend and you don't need to 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 feel like you have to be there and be this friend for them and then you know we're we're gonna go out and drink and we're gonna on the weekends we'll hang out. No. You just need to make yourself available to them. Let them know that you're there. You care about them personally. And that if they have a problem personally, that it's okay for them to come to you. I always had that open door policy. A matter of fact, when I was in college, I was in a uh, RA, resident assistant, and I had an open door policy from certain times of the day. I always had my door open, even if they want somebody needed to come in and just sit down and watch TV and not even tell me a word. I, I okayed it. It was all right for, for you to come in. So the same thing. You know, people become managers, directors, uh, vice presidents, presidents, and CEOs. And as they move up the ladder, it seems like their, their range of communications become more narrow and they only speak to their direct reports. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to one, uh, by Lee Cockrell 
and he was the executive vice president of operations at Walt Disney World. And he always spoke about when he worked at Marriott and when he worked at Disney, that he would walk around and he would talk to the cast members and he would make it a, a, a ritual that he would walk around and he talked to, to people because he got a sense of what really was going on out there. You know, you, you can get an idea of what's going on by looking at your, your, you know, your, your financials and talking to your direct reports. But you, there, there's, there's something about going out there and just talking to the regular workers to, and find out what's going on. What do they need that they're not getting? And then you can bring it up to their direct reports. You know, it, you have to have that open conversation and, um, you know, things would run a lot smoother if you, if you did that. Uh, funny story. When I was coaching in, uh, JV football at, at Hendrick Hudson High School, I had this, this player. He's a really good player. Um, he actually ended up going and moving up to varsity and then now he's, uh, going to be playing in college. But I had this one player. <laughs> And he was at a party, and they were dunking basketballs, and he got his finger caught in the net. He calls me up at 9.30 at night, and I pick up the phone, and he goes, Hey, coach, you know, sorry to call you at this time, but I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you something. I got bad news. I'm like, Oh, my God, what is it? He goes, I think I might have dislocated or broken my thumb. I'm in the hospital. I said, oh, my God, are you okay? He goes, yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, you know, I just wanted to let you know. I said, okay, well, what did your father say? And he said, I haven't, I haven't spoken to him yet. I was like, what? He goes, no, I, 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 thought, I, sh- I, I thought I should talk to you first and, and let you know what was going on. And I said, look, please go call your dad. Please, I I couldn't believe it. And I, I hung up the phone and he called his dad. But I had this line of communication with these players that they knew that they can call me and let me know. Now, I was not expecting him to call me before he called his dad. But I felt humbled that he thought about me and that he thought that it was a good idea to let me know quickly because like I said I've always had an an honest relationship with the players and an open dialogue with my players and that's what I always feel I think led me to succeed in everything that I've done now was I a great coach no I, I wouldn't say I was a great coach uh, was I a, a great boss? No, I don't think I would say I was a great boss. I was a really good boss. I did really well. I moved up in the company quickly. No one had a bad thing to say about me. As a coach, I had a winning season. I, we didn't go undefeated anytime that I had the team. But we had great players. I never had any incidents. And I always knew what was going on with my players. And I believe that they had the confidence in me as well as I had the confidence in them. The same way that I also had the confidence in the people above me. So just going back, 
communication. It's a very vital piece of business. It's a vital piece of coaching. It's a vital piece in your family life. It's probably, to me, the most important thing that you need to learn and work on. You know, like I said, you don't need to be their friend. You don't need to be that that guy that everybody wants to talk to. You're not going to be everybody's friend. But if they have the faith that you're going to listen to them, you're not going to judge them, and you're going to give them an honest answer to whatever they, they need to know, that goes a long, long way. Well, thanks for tuning in again to Hey Coach. My name is Eric Reyes. If you like what you're hearing from me, please subscribe to my podcast. Leave me a good review. Also, if you get want to get in touch with me directly, you can reach me at eric at heycoachreyes.com. If you have any questions, comments, I'd love to hear from you. I'll answer everyone that that sends me a question or a comment. And uh, have a great week. we got so much more to come these next few weeks. I have interviews. I have more concepts. You know, please keep up. Subscribe. Love to hear from you. Okay? So have a great week and talk to you soon.